You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you just want to ask your mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. And I'm Bonnie Blaylock. And today we're talking about New Year's resolutions. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Well, you're probably familiar with New Year's resolution statistics, if only because you're one of them. I know I've been. I have been too. So whether it's a small goal or a huge life-changing goal, we tend to fail at the same rate. Approximately 80% of people who make New Year's resolutions have dropped them by the second week of February. Yes, I know. The gyms are always super crowded in January, and then they're like, oh, yeah, this one will last. <laughs> That's right. Just let the let the big wave go, and the regulars are like, oh, yeah, okay, the riffraff is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and many people actually don't even make it to the second week of February. The day that most people are likely to give up on their New Year's resolution is January 19th. It's called Quitter's Day. Oh, it's just sad. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Why do we have a day like that? That's just mean. So today's podcast is going to talk about how we become some of those 20% who achieve their New Year's resolutions. And mm. even should we? Well, I want to. I Are you a goal person? I am. I think there's two kinds of people. I think yeah. there's people like you yeah. who love to do the five-year plan mm-hmm. and people like me who do not. <laughs> I don't want to plan all that stuff out my husband is a very big let's look at the big picture I need to know five-year goals 10-year goals and all that stuff and I'm just like I just need to know what's happening this week (laughs) like the rest of time will work itself out but I know that's not always it's not always good to not have a long-term focus yeah I'm more a short-term goal person so my husband is really the long-term planner and I have learned a lot from him and we're going to talk about actually his system yeah at the end of this podcast which I I love his system and I adopted it mm, probably two to three years ago now but before we get to just the ins and outs of a new year's resolution and maybe how to have success let's um start with some principles here about just reaching goals in general okay and the first thing we want to start with is remembering this quote. I, I looked this quote up and it said it was G.K. Chesterton. Some people say it was Joel Salatin. I don't know who okay. um, said this, but I love this quote. I'm going to put it on my bathroom mirror for 2022. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Which sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. But if you're a perfectionist, raise your hand. We're both raising our hands. <laughs> then... <laughs> Uh, a lot of times we don't even start because we know we're not going to be perfectly good at it. Yeah. Right off the bat. I don't even like writing in a brand new notebook right away. Because <laughs> I, w- I want the handwriting to be perfect. Yes. You have to consider it. What do I really want to say? Because if I mess up this page, I might as well throw the whole <laughs> thing away. Right. So I love this because it takes the pressure off. It does. It does. And G.K. Chesterton, he he argued that most of what must be done to make the world go round is done by the average person who doesn't do it perfectly. Sometimes they don't even do it well. And let's be honest, Bonnie, none of us is perfect at marriage, parenting, at our work, at friendships, or any other number of things we do, but we do them. That's right. We do them. So we just have to admit, you know what? We're on a journey. And perhaps starting badly is better than not starting at all. 
Right. Did we tell our children, you know, when they were trying to take their first steps and fell down that first time? Well, just forget it then. <laughs> right. No. No. We knew eventually they were going to get it. And time after time after time of practice and perfect perfecting the techniques and all the things, they were going to get it. Absolutely. So that's that should be our approach in general in life. We're learning to walk. The end. Mm-hmm. All right. Secondly, we want to think small. So... When I was a young mom and I was having no quiet time with the Lord. So, you know, as a, let me back up. Before I had children, I could fit God into a box. I could do my church attendance. I could do my small group. I could do my quiet time. And then I could go on and do the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Enter Emma Jane Sproles. <laughs> and, you know, as you, you know, as mothers of infants, they took over your lives. There's right. no putting an infant in a box. Mm-hmm. They need you 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Just maybe a few little hours when they're sleeping, you can just get something done. So God needed to enter every corner of my life. And I just, I was kind of stuck. And an older, wiser mom, uh, as I was commiserating with her and just admitting my failings to her, uh, said, can you do five minutes a day? And I was like, well, any loser can do five minutes a day. Because <laughs> I had this big goal in mind. I need to be having 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour of quiet time with the Lord every single day. And she said, no, can you do five minutes? And I was like, well, yes, I can't say no to five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I did the five minutes and I did it with regularity. And then guess what? It became 10 minutes and that became a regular habit. And then it became 15 minutes. And then I was able to integrate that habit into my new rhythm of life as a young mom so that was a real blessing to me that she challenged me to that to that yeah. very small goal yeah um I, I would say in another area I did this with uh, writing for so long I thought you know I want to write a book I want to write a book well that's a hundred thousand words is oh. is a fiction as <laughs> <It's> a novel <laughs> and you sit down at your computer and you're thinking a hundred thousand words and you cannot even get past the blinking cursor mm. so it was I can do 250 words a day I can bite off 250 words and get that done in, you know, an hour or something like that. Is that a page? If you're looking at an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, is that about a page about worth a page. of words? Yeah. That's so wise. So, you know, you do 250 words a day for however many days and eventually the math works and it's 100,000 and you've got your novel. So, um, yeah, when, once I released myself from the great big 100,000 and I just did little bitty goals, then you can actually finish the whole thing. And you have done it. Coming in 2022. We need to do an episode on your book. (laughs) She has several novels, actually, listeners. She's done this again and again and again. So we need to talk about that in the future. It's very cool. Very cool. So small goals. Uh, I used to tell my kids this all the time, especially when they get overwhelmed in school, is that you can eat the whole elephant one bite at a time. Yes. Really. It really is how you should approach parenting, isn't it? Yeah. One bite at a time. One little tiny bite. So, okay, what's third, Bonnie? Yeah, third, make your goals specific. So if you just say, okay, I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. That's probably not going to sustain you past January 19th, the dreaded quitter's day. You need to say, I want to um, I want to be able to run to the end of my block. Mm, that's a small and a specific goal. Right. And once I can do that and not feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Right. Then and only then will I maybe progress to the neighbor's mailbox after that. Yes. And then eventually, maybe your whole five-year goal or three-year goal is I want to do a 5K. Don't even think about that. You're just getting to the end of your block. That's great. I know. I love the specific goals. So, you know, if you have um, a weight loss goal, put a 
put a pound number to it. And you can do small right. um, numbers building up to the big number. So instead of, I got to learn, I got to lose 50 pounds. Yeah, that just no, seems so daunting. I'm going to lose five pounds by three weeks from now. Yes, fill in the blank. So yeah, specific goals, it, it actually helps you articulate what you're wanting. Mm-hmm. You may have just a general discontent or a general desire. It really helps you articulate your desire. Yeah. Um, it can be for books you want to read. It doesn't oh, yeah. have to be, you know, physical necessarily. Um, it can be um, time spent with friends. Yeah. I remember right before COVID, I, one of my goals was to go to lunch yes. with a certain number of friends every month. And then COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one lunch. <laughs> Right? And the universe said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then I got daily lunches with my family That's for right. a year, uh, which was a blessing. So did generally. we all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So be specific. All right. Fourth, make your New Year's resolutions measurable. So being able to check your progress through the process of a resolution will increase the likelihood that you'll keep it. So if you want to save uh, $2,000 for a family vacation, then you need to make that goal measurable maybe make a budget okay. um, track what you're spending mm-hmm. or uh, I know Emma and I we weren't that fancy we just had a jar that said China mm-hmm. on it and we would just start stuffing money into it as we were um, saving for that really big trip so I love that as a visual because even if it's pennies or dollars or whatever it looks like it's full you know and you yeah can, you think, i can put something else in there i want to put something else in the jar mm-hmm. uh, that's why united way has those thermometers you know you see them by the side oh, yeah. of the road when you're raising money and they have the little red mercury that goes up and up and up and they chart how many thousand dollars they've raised um put that on your refrigerator i lost mm-hmm. half a pound this week okay mark it in red show your progress yes 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 so make it measurable and then fifth we want to write things down, which is what you're talking about, and keep track of progress. So if you're wanting to quit smoking, you know, experts suggest keeping track of that and of like how many uh, cigarettes that you did not smoke mm-hmm. that day. Or, or if you're going down, like how many cigarettes you smoked today and then a fewer number the next week or the next week. Right. I would flip, you can flip that too and say, okay, I saved this much money mm-hmm. by not smoking this week. Oh, so, so you're giving true. yourself, here's the thing I did, and here's the great benefit I got from it already. Yeah, you could even put that money in a jar. In your china jar. Uh-huh. Yeah, use it for something good. Yeah, yeah. And then what's number six, Bonnie? Make sure your resolutions are achievable. Like, you don't, you're not going to play in Carnegie Hall piano concerto probably by the end of this year <laughs> if you haven't even started learning how to play piano yet. So it's great to have lofty goals, and you should have dreams, but they're lower chance of meeting those probably than realistic ones so set one that you can achieve so you're not going to be frustrated and give up and if you're wondering like what's achievable like talk to people who know you well and love you and have your best interest at heart you know bounce your ideas off of them okay what do you think about this goal is this achievable mm-hmm. um i've done it with a writing project too bonnie i've gone to david and said okay here's here's what i need to have written i think it's going to take me this many months what do you think and he, you know, may agree or he may bump it out a little bit. Mm. Um, it's just helpful yeah, to, to, to know that in. you're setting realistic expectations. Uh-huh. He knows how I live. He knows how I roll, how right. busy I am or how free I am. Yeah. Well, that's good with finances, too. If you've got some big, you know, we want to renovate the house mm-hmm. and you think, 
okay, we can do this. We're just never going to eat out again for the next six months. And we're never going to, we're just going <laughs> to clamp down really hard and pay this off. And your husband might be more realistic be like, okay, we got to go. I'm going to have to go to Starbucks at least twice. So he's going to, yeah, give you some realistic yeah, expectations. Just better expectations. So, okay. My husband, David, he's been doing this for years. Your husband, also a great goal setter, he's a big planner. Goal planner. Yeah. Um, they've both been doing it for years. And David has a system that's easy to do. It creates such intentionality. I've taught this to high school students and my high school students have done it. You can do it at any age, any season of life. You can do it quarterly. You know, you can revisit this system quarterly. Mm -hmm. You can do it once a year. It's really just really, really helpful. He calls it his priorities and standings plan. And um, he has seven categories and it's easy to remember because they're all F's. He calls it his seven F's. Okay. So it's faith, family, fellowship, finances, fun, fitness, and friends. So step one, you place these seven items in the order that are most important to you from top to bottom. So the order I just read was um, his order on his list. Friends are at the bottom? Hello? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Well, but fellowship actually includes time with oh, friends, it does. too. So, um, it's like I'm sitting right I here. I know, I know. And and so, in a different seasons of life, these these might have shifted oh, around. Yeah, I would imagine they would. So, yeah. like, faith and family are typically the top two. But then, if there's something we're really working on in finances, that might bump to number three. Or, you know, fitness. There was two years ago we really started working on that. So, that was bumped to, like, maybe higher. So, they might even change quarterly. Yeah, they could. They could. Yeah, absolutely. When he goes th- over this with people, he doesn't tell them what order they should be in. You, Here's your categories. You rank them. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And then step two, Bonnie, I've given it to you. So give yourself a current score in each of these areas. And one to 10. One to 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not where you wish you were or what somebody tells you where you should be, but what's your honest assessment of your current place? Yeah. And you can, again, ask a trusted friend, ask your husband or your wife uh where where they think you are he's done that with me it's like Mm -hmm. okay i think i'm this what do you think do you think i'm a six or seven here yeah Yeah. i think if you're not honest in that one and also in step one if you're not honest on how you're ranking them Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to meet your goals as well yeah because if you're going to put finances as well finances should be number one and i'm going to put finances up there at the very top but you really don't like to do anything with finances (laughs) you're not going to meet that goal yeah so don't try and fudge yeah and then step three you um after you've assessed your current score you give yourself a goal score where you want to be at the end of the year another one to ten another one to ten and again back to your our our process that we mentioned at the beginning this needs to be an achievable goal so if you're a four and you want to become a nine that's highly unlikely in one year so you're double trying to one step it or two step it maybe yeah you're really going okay can i go one two maybe even three at a stretch um steps on this and you can't stretch for every single category. Oh, I was just going to say, my goodness, if you were <laughs> to meet these, yeah, two or three steps in every one of these. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an admirable lofty goal, but. It's just, whew. yeah, it's just not that. No. So he, you know, if he's at a seven and something, he might try to be an eight or a nine, especially in the things that are really important. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're happy with a seven in a category, maybe you just want to maintain. Focus on some other area yeah. that needs Yeah, to maybe you okay. just want to maintain. Okay. And then the final step. Under each item, so then you're going to identify maybe three, four things that can specifically help you move that needle from where you are to where you want to be. 
And again, this is back to our technique at the beginning. Be mm -hmm. specific. Right. Be very specific. Use numbers when you're talking about finances. Activities when you're talking about fellowship or friends or fun. Okay. Um, all of these things are action items that you can control okay. in your life that help you accomplish. So, if, you know, if you have um, a goal for finances perhaps and you don't have a lot of um, flexibility in how you can increase your say you're wanting to save for something if you don't have a lot of control over how you can increase your income mm -hmm. then that might be difficult it might not be a realistic goal for you you know some people can pick up extra hours at work some people can do a side job there you go some people okay. cannot so you you need to be writing down things that you have control over right you can come up with things you can cut things out you can if it's that important to you like you can sell some stuff on absolutely facebook marketplace or absolutely side hustle okay so let's go into the seven specific categories so faith yeah the first one yep this may or may not be your top priority that's okay and that means what does my personal walk with christ look like and how is my desire to live out his plan for me right it's just helpful to have examples okay so say you're like at a seven and you want to be like an eight or a nine on that and you might, so you might put down, oh, I want to read my Bible every day or listen to the audio Bible while I'm driving. Clever. Okay. I would do that while I'm cooking. That's like a two for listen one. Listen to the audio yeah. Bible. Um, pray specifically every day for someone or write or journal mm -hmm. or maybe go through a specific book of the Bible. Um, there's so many resources for things like this. You just need to pick what's going to work for you. There are. I think a really good one in this area might be really a really easy one would be i'm gonna only listen to um certain kind of music when i'm in the car mm, yeah just a discipline just for the just car to change your mental outlook mm -hmm. instead of you know megan the stallion i'm gonna listen to some chris Stapleton, <laughs> something like that i don't know yeah i um yeah i'm i'm not even gonna say what i was gonna say so that's faith so family is your love your interaction um with your family as a whole and individually so your family members and how you engage with them so for david so you would put each one of your like you would put your spouse on here and you would put each one of your children he yeah david did okay he always like put our children one to ten on each one of those so and what he would want to do to like improve that relationship okay that's really good so for for david and i like always on there was have couch time at least five times a week Okay. So where we're connecting, we've said that so many episodes, but check if you in with each other, yeah, yeah, if you've never heard it, it's what you do five times a week, check in, how was your day? 15, 20 minutes uninterrupted. And then we would have a date night every week. I mean, this was year after year after year. Mm -hmm. And then for the kids, it would be one-on-one -on -one time with the kids, family night okay. with the kids. It could be all kinds of different things. Send mm -hmm. an encouraging text or note X number of times a month, mm -hmm. whatever. And you also need to take into consideration like what their, what did they need and Absolutely. want from you, what their temperament might be. So is it going to be the best thing in the world to go on a target run <laughs> with, and get an icy <laughs> with your daughter if she hates to be out in public and she only wants to be at home, you know, or whatever? Probably not. Yeah. Or um, if you love sports and you want to do sports with your son, but he's really more interested in music. Yeah. You know, you meet them, refer to our dad episode. You meet yeah. them where they are. You're a student of your children and you need to be interested in the things they're interested in. So you might even, I think in this one, it would be wise to ask mm -hmm. 
your wife, your husband, your children. What do you want more of from me in the next six months? What what would be fun for you and me to do together, or what would be? I mean, you, oh, I love you that like Disney World, but okay, yeah, within reason. Remember, we're doing yeah. those reachable, tangible goals, right? Right. So that's that's family. Okay, and then fellowship would be how are you interacting with your community and congregation to further God's kingdom? So um, this might be one of those outward focused things in your life. How are you serving? So maybe you're teaching a class or you want to start teaching a class or maybe you want to start small and just volunteer in the children's department first. Mm-hmm. Work your way up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you could join some kind of committee or volunteer for Gosh, there's so many ministries out there. Habitat for Humanity or Meals on Wheels or um, Seniors, something like that. There's all kinds of things that could use your time. Maybe you want to just, you know, say once every two weeks, I'm going to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so many good things here. It's um, husbands and wives. It's worth it to sit down and talk about this together because this is time. Yeah, this is time away from your family. If you can do some of this together or with as a family, mm-hmm. that would, that would be a blessing. As we've moved into the empty nest season of life, this has been more like who can we pour into? Yeah, who's young people we can mentor, and more teaching opportunities or speaking opportunities. But when we were raising our children, it was pouring into our children's lives mm-hmm. and being involved in their friends' lives and right. and that kind of thing. Yeah, so, so yeah. your weeks can get away from you really easily and I I'm a fan of the old-fashioned wall calendar my husband wants to sync <laughs> our little times on the phone but I hate that I want to have my old-fashioned wall calendar up there because I like to see when I walk in the kitchen at a glance where are my white spaces and where have I filled in all my mm-hmm. things I got to do for the day I just like that visual and I can tell if there's too many words crowding in all the squares like I'm losing my time. I'm losing any margin that I might have mm-hmm. to do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, it reminds me of, wait, I've got that goal. Like where am I going to possibly fit in time to teach a class or time to write a book or time to do whatever if I'm filling it up with all this other stuff? I love a paper calendar for that reason. Well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only old uh, yeah. fashioned one. The digital calendar, which I do use and we do sync up, I can't see the whole month at a glance and mm-hmm. everything that's on it, like you're describing. So we have to have the digital one. That's just the world we're in. But I love the paper one as well for that reason. And yeah, in terms of having a day where you have downtime and Sabbathing, which has been something we've been talking about recently, you can see that on yeah. a paper calendar. Like mm-hmm. you said, you can see your white space. And if you don't see any white space, then it's like ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Important. That's good. All right. Finances. That's another one. That's our stewardship of God's blessings on our family and how we use those gifts. So this includes the the B word that everyone hates, budgeting. <laughs> yeah. um, it's worth it to at least have a big picture one that you revisit every so often. We have giving goals for our, our family. And so he writes those down. Which I hope you do. I mean, even if you're not a church-focused family, you still should have giving goals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's um, tons of wonderful nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and, and as far as, like, we're concerned, we believe that, you know, tithing is the baseline. So, you know, giving to our church that we're a part of, that's our family. Well, that's the starting point. Yeah. And then we are blessed and free to give from our other resources, the other 90%. Mm -hmm. 
to other things in our community, things, this, this goes to your family identity. What do we love? Yeah. What are we passionate about? Mm-hmm. Um, things that get us excited to see that are helping other people. Yeah. That's, uh, again, if you don't have a goal in front of you, you're probably not going to get there. That's right. So if you haven't given, if you just think, oh, money is so super tight, we cannot possibly give at all, that I would really encourage you in this area to just try that. Just branch out. We're going to give $100 this year. Maybe that's all Mm -hmm. you can do. And see what that does. Mm -hmm. Just see what that does to you and your family and see if you can increase that. So many good systems out there. Crown Financial is a favorite of ours. Dave Ramsey's system is also very effective Mm -hmm. in helping you get to a place where you can be a giver helping you get out of debt if you've gotten yourself into debt and so there's so many proverbs about that you Mm -hmm. know the borrower is a slave to the lender so you can you know that's a prayer god wants to answer yes to is for you to be free to give generously so ask him like show me how we can get there it's important there's so many verses like like a thousand or something i wish i had the number in front of me about money and scripture it's important more than almost anything else more (laughs) yes so much more than lots of other things Mm -hmm super easy to worship at the altar of amazon so there's it is. other better altars yeah i'm just much gonna say better, that much better <laughs> okay so uh the next f is fun woohoo one of my personal favorites that would be high <laughs> on my list um this is personal hobbies and activities in which you just find fulfillment so for women and young moms a lot of times we don't leave ourselves this category at all this will come at the bottom at the expense of everything else So refer to our default parent podcast (laughs) where you need to build in some space for this called unicorn space and give yourself some time. Give yourself some of that white space we were talking about. Maybe it's just twice a month, but you're going to do some of those personal hobbies and things that you had set aside maybe before you till your kids came along so true so a lot of young moms i know will combine combine fitness with their fun so it's fun for them to be able to get away go to the gym you know and that can be like a combo category but it can also be the things that you've loved to do like painting yeah or baking Mm -hmm. cake decorating something you want to learn pottery yeah so taking a class at a local school absolutely um joining a book group Mm mm-hmm uh lots of different things if you don't write it down it's likely it's not, gonna, not happen. gonna happen <laughs> this one especially yep. of all of them so yeah do the fun category and then the last one fitness this is our overall health our diet our weight our exercise so um oh wait no there's a friends category sorry <laughs> you keep leaving that off no i'm getting a little i know i'm sorry it's that. the next to last one sorry <laughs> so fitness this can be like how you're eating, a weight goal, a moving your body goal. Okay, I don't like to exercise. So my goal would be modest in this area. Maybe walk the dog three to four times a week okay. for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And maybe I w- it wouldn't even be that to start with. Maybe it's walk the dog twice a week. And then I move up to three times a week. And okay. then eventually I move up to four times a week. Uh-huh. Um, it just depends on your passion. I have friends who love to exercise. It's a joy, joy, joy for them. Yeah, it gives them a lot of endorphins. And- yeah, and all the things. It's not a joy to me. So for me, it's a discipline. I would say the same. But it doesn't have to be exercise. Maybe you're doing good at exercise and you just want to, I'm only going to, we live, do live in the South, so I'm only going to have one glass of sweet tea this mm. week. Good one. Because that's so much sugar. So cut out sugar a little bit at a time. 
I love that. It can also be fasting, so which is a spiritual discipline and the secular world is now kind of catching on to, oh, hey, there's all these health benefits. <laughs> intermittent fasting. To intermittent fasting. So it could be that kind of a health or diet goal for you. Okay. And then the beloved friends, Bonnie. Yes. The last and final <laughs> category is friends. Just find people that you enjoy spending time with and do that. Have a date night. Um, together as a couple with them or um, just have lunch, schedule lunch or coffee with a girlfriend. Okay. And in my defense, I really do like this one. And we've been very intentional. And you're good at it. We've been very intentional with this. So we know, we said in this season of life, we want to have um, young people in our lives regularly. So we have a regular date night once a month with all our young couple friends. They get a sitter and we provide all the food and have a big fun time and we'll pray over each other sometimes and and then um, you guys and another um, set of friends. I was like, I need friends my own age. <laughs> yep. So we were we started once a month with you all too. So we just knew, hey, that's on the calendar. We're gonna we'd love to get together more than that, but that for sure is gonna happen. See, I don't even have to work on this category at all because you're doing it for me. <laughs> so no, I do. I have to be more deliberate because my default would be as an introvert, I'm just gonna stay home by myself and be a homebody. Yes, every day in the month. So I have to say, okay. Who have I not had lunch with in a while? I need to call this person mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah, so that needs to hop back onto mine for, for 2022 because that got derailed and I didn't really do it this year. The lunches with friends. Mm-hmm. And I really want to be more intentional with that. So those are our categories. Faith, family, fellowship, finances, fun, fitness, and friends. Rate yourself where you are. Rate yourself where you want to be. Give yourself some specific steps to get there and see where you are at the end of the year i think that'd be kind of a fun thing to do with your spouse i do too it's a great date night activity we you know this is a big year for us 30th anniversary we want to sit down and talk about hey what do we want to do and then again scheduling those times with friends just like i'd schedule doctor's appointments i schedule out my chiropractic visits i schedule out my haircuts i need to schedule out my fellowship and my friends right because that does just as much for you health wise yes. as the others do yes so don't forget that and don't neglect that ladies so i want we should check back in with each other like the second week of february when everybody 80% has stopped and see how each other are doing. <laughs> oh, okay. Accountability. Accountability. There you go. Yes, we should. We should do Let's that. see. So um, these resources will be on our website. If you want to see the, the actual PDF that David uses for his faith family friends document, it'll be on there. Just ask your mom.com um, and follow us on Facebook at just ask your mom. Or if you're an Instagrammer at just ask your mom podcast. Yep. So rate our podcast and leave us a review if you're listening and you can subscribe. So you'll get each new episode every Monday. If you have questions or suggestions, you can always email us at just ask your mom podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on just, just ask, ask your, your mom. mom.